Okay, we'll be starting a shir on uh, continuing the shir of Masimah Kuf Tzadik Ches. Hemshech of Dinei Chatzitza. Like I said, tomorrow is going to be a shir, first shir in the Chaseyavan. The Turin Sif Yudalv discusses when there is a arrow, chetze, koitz, or a uh, splinter, which is stuck in a person's uh, skin. He says, If it's visible from outside, it's chetzes. If it's not visible, it's not chetzes. Now, if there is a krum on it, if there is, if there is a, uh, if there is um, the skin grew on top of it, it's not chetzes in any way, shape, or form. The Bach of the right away points out, what is it that the Shulchan Aruch, that the Torah is talking about? Does that mean means it's not visible at all? It's completely in, submerged inside the inside the the skin, or that it means that it's not visible, that it's sticking out from the skin, but you could see through the through the skin that it's there. And the Bach says. And he says the same that's mashma from the from the smag from the sefaratun from the mordechai. The only time that you don't have to be a machmer if it's visible is if there is a krum, if already grew skin on top of it, it's not a problem. The shach points out when, the, when discusses the shulchan aruch. Shach points out that the beis yosef also had a suffolk on this idea. If you look at the beis yosef, beis yosef is long. The shach points out what's ein nira, and he says that it seems like from the beis yosef is also machmer. That's the chumra that if it's and how does he explain what it means? Is if it's at the same level as the skin, that means it's inside the skin. The, the splinter is inside the skin, but it's on the same level as the skin. It's not inside all the way. It's on the same level as the skin. Then, then it's then it's considered a chatzitza. And if it's if it's pushed inwards and it's not uh, stuck, it's not even on the same level. Forget about it if it's sticking out. If it's not on the same level, if it's already inside, then it's not considered a chatzitza. That means it doesn't make a difference if it's inside, deep down, and you can still, even if you see from outside that it's there, but since it's already deeper than, than the level of the skin, then it's not a problem. It's not considered a chatzitza. But if it's on the same level as the skin, it is considered a chatzitza. And if it has a skin growing on top of it, even if it's not visible, it's still considered, it's still, even if it's visible, even if it's at the same level, it's not a problem, it's because skin growing on top of it, it's already no longer a chatzitza. Now, the, if it's sticking out of the skin, it's obvious why it's a chatzitza. Question is, why is it when it's on the same level as the skin, why is it considered a chatzitza? Shouldn't make, there's no, doesn't make any sense why, if it's exactly the same level as the skin, it should be a chatzitza. It's already in, totally inside. So Pischazuta points out that the reason is, simple practical reason, it's on the same level as the skin, when it ends at the same level as the skin, then essentially the tip of this, of this uh, splinter, by where it's in the edge of the skin, it's pushing inwards some of the skin around, around, that, around the splinter. And that point where the splinter is pushing in with it some of the skin, because it's in the same, it's exactly smooth, then that, is a, that, piece, that piece of the splinter is a chatzitza for the skin that's sitting right around it. So, and why is it that if it's totally inside, it's, it's uh, completely inside, it's not considered a chatzitza? There's two reasons. The Bishyasef in the name of the Rashba says, because she's not makpid. And we know if she's not makpid, 
they're not makpid, and it's not uh, something like that. You're not makpid anymore to remove it. Kishpashit can't remove it so easily. Then it's not considered a chatzitzah. But the lavush and the tahara and other ones hold that, it's, that the reason is because once it's inside the skin, it's no longer considered outside. It's considered a mokim belua that doesn't need to have biasmaim, and therefore it is not a chatzitzah anymore. What's an afkimina between the Bishyasef and the Lavush and Sidat Tahara? Very simple. If she is Makpid, even so, if according to the Bishyasef, it brings a shame that Ajba, if she's Makpid, then it is Chaitzis, because we know if a person is Makpid on something which the rest of the people are not Makpid, the Rav is not Makpid, but she is Makpid, then it is Chaitzis, except for if you go within the shit of the Gulasilius, which we're not going to get into right now, which we discussed in the past. But otherwise, but, but if, it's, if, it, if you consider it, that it's not, that it's not an issue of, uh, that it's not the, the, because of, uh, because of uh, Kfeda. It's not because of Kfeda, but it is because of, of, uh, of Mokim uh, Bulua, then then it's not a problem. The Maise, if it's before Tvila, then obviously you should remove it. And uh, and if and uh, obviously because we we know that if it's a, that we know that if it's a uh, even something which which you're not makped on. You should not toivel with. If you yourself are makpid, then at least to be yitzel the shit of the rajba, you should remove it beforehand if she's makpid on it. However, if she is lonsa in baila, then you no longer have to. They definitely have. You definitely have a reason to be makel. That's what that's how the piske Be'er Moshe explains what should be the situation in such a scenario. Now, the Gula Silius, which is in Perek Yud, Mishnah Ches, Piskedalad, it's not in the white books, because uh, I forgot to put the last two pages of the, of the Gula Silius into the book, but it's there. It's the last, last, last paragraph of the Gula the last section of the Gula Silius. Gula Silius ends with this, with this, uh, with this uh, thing. He explains... He actually takes a position, he seems to take the position similar to the Rashba. If her idea is to, if her das is that she wants to remove it, she's Makpinant and she wants to remove it right now, it's Choytzitz, even if, even if it's inside. Even if it's inside. Now, she could remove as much as she could remove. Once she removes whatever she could remove, and uh, and whatever is left inside, she just she just can't remove it anymore right now. She's just going to leave it there until she goes to the doctor, or until it, it heals by itself. Then whatever is inside, whatever is left, that's not a chatzitza because the gulasilus lashitase. That also by with the way he explains the scabs and the wounds that if it's that if you want it to stay there until you get until it's healed, it's considered that she's not makpid or that she's makpid to leave it there. So even though you want to remove it, but since right now you don't want to remove it, you want it to stay there, so it's not considered a chitzah. But otherwise, if, if, uh, if she is makpid on it, if she is makpid to remove it, if she is makpid to take it off, then he seems to imply that it is 
that we do follow the shit of the Rashba, that she should remove it in the Rizcho. He says, however, if she's not Makpid, then he takes the other shit. He takes a shit like the... Like we mentioned, the Siddur Tahara. He doesn't mention the Siddur Tahara by name, but that that uh, that shit uh, that it goes because it's Balua, so it's not uh, it's not an issue of it's not an issue of chitzis. So he takes both shittas. When a woman who's makpid, he says she should remove as much as she can, and when a woman is not makpid, he says it's it's the reason is because of Balua. Now, based on that, the question comes up: What's the din about stitches? So Piskeber Moshe, when he discusses it, he says that whatever is outside the skin is definitely chaitzas, regardless of whether it is dissolvable stitches or not dissolvable stitches. Whatever, then you have to cut or somehow not go to mikvah until it's until it's like that. And if it's not, if it's dissolvable stitches, then then only what's inside the skin is not chaitzas, but what's what, but what's outside the skin still is chaitzitz. And if it's inside the skin, if it's not dissolvable, then whatever is inside is also chaitzitz. But based on what we just mentioned before, if, not, if you are based on the way that Gulasilis explains, and it's a machzedek, when it comes to a, to a uh, bandage, um, not a bandage, to something which is on the skin, and you're makpit to leave it there, um, that there are certain scenarios where it would not, especially according to Gulasilius, where it would not be considered a chatzitza. When it comes to stitches, the chayra, you could, there are certain scenarios where you might be able to say it's not considered chatzitza, but obviously there's something which the Rav should be able to discuss with the. Huh? What? 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 Sakana? When would you say it's not a chatzitza? There are scenarios. There are scenarios. When cases of sakana to remove the stitches, then uh, then and there's no way to do it. It's a sakana to it. Then discuss it with Rav, and maybe he'll find a shit that it's mutter. Even for the part that's thinking out. Ah, yeah, because she's makpid, it should stay there. According to Gulasilius, if you makpid, it should stay there. Regarding the shit of the Gulasilius, yeah, if you makpid, it should stay there. It's not. Uh, it's not the same. It's not. Ah? No, a lot of other people do. I just mentioned him as one of the examples because he's one of the, all the. He's one of the biggest places when it comes to all, anybody who's going to do shimush in Maris over here is going to his talmidim. So he's the one that should be mentioned. Whether you're going to Square, the Bertzin, or anybody else, it's all the old talmidim of his talmidim, or talmidim of him. Or tell me the first time. Okay, that is regarding Sif Yudalaf. Now, regarding Sif, we go on to Sif Yudalad. We go through certain points on each of the Sifim. Sif Yudalad discusses different kinds of of uh, of mud. And uh, what is it based on? It's based on the Mishnah Mikvois and Pedic Test, Mishnah Beis, that uh, it's talking about what's chaitzitz. Uh, it's not clear if the Mishnah is referring to what's chaitzitz if inside the mikvah, what's chaitzitz on top of your body. But the, over there, the Mishnah says, Tit Hayovain, Vetit Hayoitzrim. Tit Hayovain is uh, mud which is in, uh, sits in, in, uh, in, in, in uh, pits in the ground. It's natural. Mud and titayotzerim, which is what you make, um, which you make clay, clay vessels from. 
it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it says over there it's one of the things that are chaytzim ba'adam ushar kolatit and any other kind of of uh, of, uh, of mud matbilim bekeshulach you could toivel in it when it's what that's the lashon of the mishnah the rosh doesn't explain anything over there. The Tur understood this Mishnah to mean the Tur takes doesn't before we get to what the Tur understood. The Tur mentions that that these the tita tita bayrois, which was uh, what we mentioned that uh, which is inside the when you in 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 the pits and tita yoitzim, which is what you make uh, clay from, and tichel drachim tichel drachim is what's under roads and people step on it and it gets more compressed. That one, if they are stuck to the to the skin and they are dry, then they're chaitzitz. That means, but if they're wet, they're obviously not chaitzitz. but any other kind of of, of mud, yovish in yovish is not of the tour. Everybody tries to understand how the shit of the tour fits over here. So you have the bach. Um, it's first. It's pretty clear from the from the from the tour that he holds that the only three which which are which make uh, which are considered are these three uh, tough kinds of mud, which are which are uh, which those when they are dry, they are they make their chitzitze. And every other ones, whether they're dry or they're wet, are all fine. That's how the Bach explains the tour. That's how the Bishis. Everybody understands the tour that way. And what's the reason for it? It's because that's how he understands the Mishnah. And you see in the Gulasilius, he also puts, he points out uh, that's how the, he explains uh, the Bach, the Bach discusses it, the Bishir explains it, how the, the tour got to this idea based on his understanding of the Mishnah. The Rambam has a completely opposite way of understanding the Mishnah. He takes all the way to the other extreme. These three that we, that, that we mentioned, which is Tita Bayer, Tita Yitzrim, Tichel Drachim, all these three are Chaitzets even when they're wet. And the other ones are chaitzes only when they're dry. Any other one, except for these three, are chaitzes only when they're dry. These three have a special category. Why are these three special category? We're going to see. We're going to see soon. Based on the all the pais can pretty much almost all the pais can pretty much follow the shita of the Rambam. The Yosef brings it in, uh, on the tour. Shulchan Aruch obviously paskins is the same as the Yosef paskins. The same thing as Sifudalid. The Bach points out to you that there's a Mordechai which writes that even in the other kinds of uh, of tit of mud, which the Shulchanah, which the Ramos said, which the which uh, we smashma from the Rambam, that there are only chaitzets when it is dry. Uh, only chaitzets when it's dry, when it's wet, it's not chaitzets. If she is makpid on it, it's still chaitzets. And the Ramos brings it as as, as one of the shittas. The Bach goes even more extreme. He says, because we're not bucky in which kinds of mods is what, any kind of of uh, of mud is chaitzitz. Now we don't have the Al on the Simon, but we do have the Al Tereba on Hilchas and and over there he discusses all these scenarios that are discussed in the Sif and pretty much these kinds of chaitzitzes. So Simon Kuf Samachalif. And uh, a little bit of it is in Seder and Tassidim Masuda in the back of the Siddur, you have a few of the details. But overall, it's in Simakuf Samachalaf in Erechaim. Over there in Sif Gimel, the Altarebber says, Titabaris is a Yoitzrim, Shehem Nidbokim Biyoyser. They get stuck onto you very strongly. And they prevent the water from going under them. 
וכן שאר כל עתיד כשהוא יובש ונדבק בבוסר any other one which is dry and gets stuck to the skin those are חייצץ I, why is the minig, he says, the minig that, that, that they were noyeg in that, we went through the Salt Rebbe in the past, we're going to go through it again because they get to the Sif. Mashallah, no gulenaker, that they did not, the minig in, the, in, in, in Russia in those days was not to clean the tit which is stuck under the fingernails. The reason for it was because ain makpidim la siroi. Um, because in Bimdina Seilu, when they wash the hands on a regular day, not when they wash for the Tazadam, when they wash their hands on a regular day, they're not Makhpidan, therefore, but it's not Chaitz's for the Tazadam. Even if this that's under the nails is a tita boiris, this tough ones, because the minig is they're not makpid on doing it, then it's not chaitzitz. Yeah, just point out that he points, he brings over here a filo tita boiris which we hold that those are from the three tough ones. He says because they are not, they are not. Uh, because these people are not, uh, because the majority of they don't clean under the nails before while when they wash the hands, that kind of tit it's not chaytzitz, which means the mashmos al tereb is that he follows the shita that the reason is because of because of akpada like the rashi and the beis not because of um, balua, yeah would consider Boloan regarding Yechetz, which is the idea that it goes based and completely goes based on Akpada. If he's Makpidant, you have to remove it. That means we still go based on his Akpada. This is the shit of the Mordechi. He brings the Ramah. Like the Ramah over here. He starts to remove it. Then he says, "We ashamed him. Anything which a person is is removed from the other, not makpid. Even if you're makpid, but lodaiter, but that only applies to tzedaim, not to not to tefilas kolaguf." So far, this is the three shittas that we have. The shit of the tour that we have. The three are only chaytzitz. These three are chaytzitz when they yavish, but not when they're lach. And all the other ones are not chaytzitz even when yavish. The shitta of the Rambam that these three are chaytzitz lach or yavish, and all the other ones are chaytzitz only in yavish but not in lach. And then the shitta, and then the or pretty much the shitta of the of the. Of the Bach, that you should be Machim because we have no idea which one is what. And you have uh, what the Mordechai says if you're Machim yourself, then we are, then we have to be Machim. The Gula Silius on this Mishnah is a Pedic Test Mishnah Beis, Piskadalid, it's on page 464 in your white books, discusses what the Rambam says in the Spirit of Mishnayis, and over there, uh, um, after he discusses what the Rambam says and Bechal, this idea, he brings a Tesefta, that's also mentioned in Masechus Mekvah, the Tesefta there says that if you have a ring which became Tommy, and it went into it, it, it fell into a some uh, into a Levona uh, Sheltit, Levona Sheltit into a, uh, into a some form of brick or something which is made from Clay from uh, from mud, teifeach, and it's wet. Vehitbila, and you put it into the into the mikveh while it's inside this mud, 
ואם היה טיט יובן, כאילו לא טוב. However, if it's from that טיט יובן, the one that's in the טיט הבוירס, then it's as if not. לא טוב לו. And business, they say after the Gullah Silius points out three things that he learns out of it. First of all, he says that Tisef is a stiller to the tour. Why? Because the tour is matir tita yovin when it's lach. Only he understands it that when it's yovish, it's not a that that when it's yov only when it's yovish it's chayitz. When it's lach, it's not. Over here we see that when it comes to the ring, and this tit is istefeach, it's still chayitz, which means that this tisefta still it to the tour. It's one of the points he points. He says, aside for the fact that the shit of the tour doesn't uh, doesn't make sense to him, but other than, aside for that, also to steal the tesefta. Second of all, second point that he points out is um, he says, I learned a new thing out of the tesefta. He says, all the poets can explain that what's the reason why why. Um, why moist uh, mud is not choitzes for everything other than those three is because it dissolves in water. You put your, you go into the, into the, since it's soft and wet, you go into the mikveh, it will dissolve when you're in the water. That's the shulchanoruch, the lashon shulchanoruch, it dissolves in the water. But from the tisefta, that says that when the ring went into the when the ring went into the when the ring went with the clay into the into the mikveh it doesn't say that when it landed in the mikveh all the clay around it that's wet dissolved it says you table it with it you table it in it that means that it still remained there that that uh, bunch of clay remained inside remained around the ring and it's still fine which means that it did not dissolve. So therefore, this reason that why this, um, why this mud is not choitzit is nothing to do with it being dissolved or not. And therefore, Al-Korachachi says, we must say that the reason why the other kinds of mud, aside from the three that we mentioned, are not choitzit, it's not because it dissolves, not nimas, nimchebemayim. Sometimes it dissolves. Rather, because since it's not so um, compressed, it's not such a thick mud, the water will just filter through it. So it's not a chatzitza because the water will go through, touch the skin, and it'll be fine. <coughs> but Tit Hayovein, he says, and obviously by the definition, all the other, these, these three forms of mud are much more condensed, and therefore the water will not go, therefore the water will not go through them. What's enough kamina Allah clear enough kamina between these between whether we follow the Khidush or the Gulas Ilyas or we follow the way Shahanarach understands, everybody else understands, and and uh, uh, would be in a situation when she went into mikveh with this kind of mud, soft mud on parts of a certain part of her body. And after she walked out of the mikveh, it was still on her. So, if you're going to follow the shit of the Shulchan Aruch, that's because it dissolves. She walked out of the mikveh, it still didn't dissolve. So maybe it doesn't, it doesn't work. Maybe it was a chatzitzah. But if you follow the way he understands, the Gulasilis explains, based on this after, then she is not, then she is obviously tohir. Yeah, as long as the water surrounds this tit from all sides, she is she is uh, fine. Now, 
It's interesting if you look in Alter Rebbe that I mentioned before, the Tita Yoitzer, Tita Boiris, Tita Yoitzerim. It says that the reason is to get stuck. They prevent the water from getting under them. So it doesn't say because it dissolves. That the, the issue is that the other ones are fine because it dissolves. But when he discusses the ones that are a problem, he says because water cannot get under them. So it seems like from Al Terebi could understand that he also understood it. This Gullus Ilias must have gotten that there was, he was a descendant of Al Terebi or married to, to the descendant of Al Terebi. This idea that it has to do with with uh, with the water going through it rather than it dissolving in water. Now, but this is where the the Gulasilas and Al Terebe are done with getting uh, along. Now from the next part where he goes differently. You could say, maybe you could say that the nimcha b'mayim means that it's not that... It's, it's, if you dump mud into water, it's going to disappear suddenly? No, it's somehow... It's going, if it's soft mud, it's going to... Uh, it's not going to disappear, huh? How much water to, to, to the mud? The mikveh... It's the mayach alu, so that's what it means. The water that we get through, but it's able to push its way through the... Could be. The you could understand that nimcha b'mayim means that it, the water goes through it. You could understand it that way. But then the, then the gulasilius misunderstood the shechonar. It's also possible. I also thought that Nimcha B'mayim could mean that way, like you just said. But not exactly the way you said it, but I thought that maybe you could fit it into there. The Mordechai, now it comes to the third part that the Gula Siliya said. He says, based on Stisefte, the Mordechai that we mentioned also doesn't make any sense. Why? He says, the Mordechai says, if, makped, it's, if she's Makpid, it's Chaitzitz. From the Svara of the from the from the Tisefta, it seems like it's not so. Why? Because the Tisefta is talking about a tabas. <coughs> a tabas, you can't say the idea of Aina Makbid. Because by Kalim you don't have this idea that Raif Kalim are Makbid or Raif Kalim are not Makbid. Yeah, Kalim don't have any brains to make a decision whether they're Makbid or not. And and uh, when it comes to Kalim, if if the Raif of uh, people are makpid, even if the miut is not makpid, it's still going to be if the rev is not makpid it's still going to be a problem by Kalim this was discussed uh, in a different place in Glossilius when he discusses about Phyllis Kalim so he says, that because the reason has nothing to do with Akpada, it must be that the reason has nothing to do with Akpada, the reason as we said before has to do with the water being able to get through it so therefore he says, being that based on the Sefta must be that it's because the water is going through it, not because of Akpada. So it makes no difference whether the woman is makpid or not. Therefore, based on the Tesef, and you don't have to be choshish to it at all. If she wants to be noyeg in Tesefus Prishus, she could be decide for herself to, to that if she's makpid, she could decide for herself that uh, to go to mikveh again or whatever it is. But ain't lehoyres claw, but not the paskin like that. <laughs> Right, but like I said Al Terebe clearly says if she's uh, regarding tit in the tilas yidayim that imu makpid alav chaytzitz. So obviously you can't say that uh, you could, that someone who is makpid on it is a uh, is a problem is 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 not uh, someone's makpid even someone's makpid on it is not chaytzitz. But still, it's important to know the gulasilis. Like I said, sometimes you need to know even. Uh, Shit is that you're going to need to know for cases which come your way, and it's always important to have uh, backups for us. Okay. Sifta Zvav. 
Shulchan Aruch mentions ink, milk, blood, certain forms of sap from trees that are choitzitz when they're dry, but not when they are wet. But the majority of sap from a tree is choitzitz even when it's moist. And uh, over here, right away, the <coughs> I think the Taz of the Shach points out that what the Mardachi says, what the Ramah brings to Shem the regarding Tit, also applies to all these, all the Diyay and Cholav and everything else. Yeah, and regarding blood, one of the things it says about blood, if it starts drying, Dam Shanisach, and Sifteh if blood starts drying, then it's Chaitzis even if it's a little bit wet. Now, the same Gulas Ilias, which I mentioned before, when he says why, why by Tit, it's, even if she's Makpid, you know, it's not, even if she's Makpid, it's not Chaitzis, he says the same thing applies over here. That even if she's makpid, he says the same logic that applies for tit, and the mardachi is machmer, and it doesn't fit with the mishnah, but the tesefta, same logic will apply also here in dioy and all these other things. That if it goes through, if it's moist and it's not so thick, as opposed to the sap of trees, which is certain most saps, which is very thick and the water can't go through it, then it's she is uh, it's not chaytzitz even if she is makpid. Now, what what ink are we talking about? Anybody who has ever dealt with uh, with uh, today's ink knows that the ink that is very is very liquidy and has no malicious. The dior that they're talking about over there is thick ink, which has a malicious, like paint. It's not uh, something which, when it dries, it dries as something on top of it. Not every ink. A lot of inks today are not like that. Um, but the regular ink is not is is much it runs it's uh, much more liquidy and doesn't leave him a moshus. it stains the hand but it doesn't make him a moshus on the hand and therefore in today's ink is not the same din as that those days ink that's what I mentioned the gufi alachas and piskevir moshe and it's, that's the same ashmos from the taz because when the taz in the next sif on sif yuzayin on sif yuzayin the taz over there says that he had a scenario where a woman touched a pot which had uh, tar, which had a tar, which had like black uh, suit on it and she went to mikveh and it was just dirt and he said because it has no mamashas it's not considered a chitza. He said as opposed to dioy which has a mamashas. So the reason for dioy is only because it is a mamashas. <coughs> well, now we move from that to see if... Huh? About the teachers in uh, kindergarten. Uh-huh. Yeah, but that goes to another thing. So it gets right to the next sif. Sif Yudzayin. Over there it says that if women color their faces, their hands, their hair, it's not choitzitz. The Ramah says, whoever umnasi bekach, and his hands are always dirty with blood, is also not choitzitz. Why should Rav Bnei Um the majority of people who deal with this specific form of, of work, are not makpid on it? What does Ein Makpid mean? I also mentioned in the past, it's in the same Al-Tareb and Kufsa Machalif, in, uh, in, uh, in the end of Sif Aleph, 
in the in Xaviads, it's not uh, it's in the, the some of them that were printed. They have it on the footnotes. So it was they found in all Xaviads. There's an addition in parentheses where it says what um, it says. Derech reiv niadam lehakpid alehem lehasiram kasheroichzim yedeim. The akpodim means that when they wash their hands for washing their body, not for netilas yedeim. Puts it over there. Same thing. It's written later in Kufsa Machalf and Sefigimel. Also, um, similar idea that the Akpada is not a makpid when you do netilas yidaim. It's not Akpada is not when you're something which is specific Akpada for when you go to mikveh. That I think I also mentioned Achiezer, which we're going to get to soon. But the idea of Akpada is when you are you makpid on it. Is the majority of people makpid on it when they clean their bodies? You can see the majority of people they want to eat. They're not going to be mocked, but to, to remove the paint, they don't have time for it. If they're going to take a shower and clean their body, they're going to make sure to, to remove it. So that's considered akpada. Makpidim says reiv bnei umnuzur. Not makpid means they, when they take a shower, when they clean their body, they're not makpid on it. But if they are makpid, then they have to remove it. So people who are who that's their umnus. <coughs> They are not makpidant. And saying it's pretty clear in Al-Tarebbe where he mentions all the other ones. He doesn't mention only the Ramah, only mentions um, yeah, the Shukhan de Ramah, only mentions Umnasi Bekach Vyodaz Mulchloch is Bedam. Talking about the butcher. His hands are filled with blood. Al-Tarebbe in Kufsa Machav Sivhei says, he says, He says, if they're, if they're wet paint, wet ink is not chaitzitz. Why? Because they dissolve in water. Here we see that it does go based on dissolving, not based on the water going through it. Separates this from the previous ones. If they're dry, they're chaitzitz. As long as you have mamoshus. If it's not mamoshus, it's just a stain, it's not a problem. But if it only has mari satseva, only the view, then it's not considered a chitzitzah. And al Rebbe defines each one. Mishu tseveya and atseva chaitzitz al Someone who's color paints on a regular basis it's not it's not chaitzitz even though he has some mamoshas the color leaves the mamoshas someone who sells uh, oil fats and um, that's the hardest one of the hardest things to to uh, to uh, to clean off is is grease it's not chaitzitz and in the Xaviyad, it also adds the words, V'chein mishekoysef tadir. Someone who writes always, who's a cipher, who always writes, and um, he says, E'na diyoy chaitzitz al yodav. And it's brought from the Mogen Avram. Someone who usually writes that diyoy is also not going to be chaitzitz, even if it has mamoshes, because that is their... The Ravapish, the, he says, even though the majority of people are makpidan, because the Rev Bnei Umnus, the majority of people of this Umnus are mak, are not makpid, it's not choitzitz to them. But somebody who's not rogel, who's not part of this group of, of professionals who do it on a regular basis, for him it is, it is a chatzitza. Now, that is, now, we said in the beginning of the Sif, that when they color the woman, that they color on their faces, it's not considered a chatzitza. The Rosh says, for a simple reason, because it's noy, it's bias for their beauty, and they're and they are not makpid on it, and they do it intentionally. Therefore, it's not chatzitz. And that's what the Rashba brings. The Rashba brings this reason and brings a second reason. Second reason is because it has no mamoshes. Suddenly, so it brings two reasons. 
So first you have the Rosh says only one reason because noiv ein makpidois and they do it intentionally. The Rashi brings that reason plus a reason introduces the idea of manoma moshes. The Bach and the Prisha only take the idea of ein moshes. So suddenly now when it comes to the color, <coughs> the Bach and the Prisha only allow it when there's no moshes, not because it's no ilahem, because there's no moshes on it. Yeah, what a very simple uh, nafkamina would be, which has mamoshes on the hands, on the face, which is done there intentionally, according to the Rosh, it's for sure not a problem. According to the Bach and the Prisha, it is a problem. And according to the, according to the Rajba, it brings both reasons. So you could, uh, you could discuss it either way. You could either say he's machmer, you could say he's not machmer. So from that we move to what question that everybody has, which was already around since the 1920s at least, Chiesa wrote about the 1930s regarding nail polish according to the Rosh Choyed is not a problem, why? did it intentionally even though it has malicious right? obviously he's talking about that she does it intentionally, she wants it to stay, so if it's in good condition, if it's in perfect condition she's not going to go to manicure place to remove it then it's considered that she wants it there so according to the Rosh please but the evidence she wants to make it will be fine um, right however I did there is a uh, however we have a different problem problem is like this when it comes to the paint that we mentioned before the Al-Tareb in Kuf Samachalef, Sif Hei, says, Hanoshim shedarkom litzboya yedeim lenoive kaitzvi de'ein oisvi tseva choitzetz. So it's not choitzetz, it doesn't give you, goes into discussion, yesh mamoshes, no mamoshes. Seems like it doesn't go with the mamoshes idea. Right? It goes to whoever, but he says something else. Calls it a miutayad, only if it's a minority of the hand. Avalim roivayad, mechuse bedovashish bemamesh, choitzetz. If the majority of the hand is covered with this paint that has mamoshes, because it seems very clear that the Rebbe follows the shit of the Rosh, that it's, it's even with Mamoshas, because it's unintentionally, it's not a problem. But if the majority of the hand is covered with it, it is Choytzitz, even to the people which are not Makved, even to them. Why? The, the probable, probable reason is because if you're only coloring the hand, the whole hand is considered its own. Even the majority of the hand covered with paint, it's Roiv of its own. <coughs> like we have Rav Gufoy and we have the whole discussion about Rav of the hair and all the other discussions about what's how you define Rav of the whole body with the hair without the hair the hair by itself the hair of the, the, hair of the head that discussion we went through before we're going to mention them passing again soon but uh, the majority of the hands so now when it comes to when it comes to nail polish you can have a discussion how would that work according to the Alter Rebbe? Maybe because all the nails are fully colored and the nails are its own part, a part of the good, they're mockpid only to color the nails, and the nails are completely colored. So if the nails are completely colored, the chayra, it's, and it's so the chayra, it could become a problem. Ah? Uh, no. Why is roi vayad a problem? Because you're only coloring the yad. What's the reason why Reva say it's its own Matthias? 
the Sairah, the Rambam, I understand why he says about the Sairah, but if you keep adding... But while Tereb says Reva Yad, why is the Yad a problem? Why is Reva Yad Chaitzitz? Yeah, but now you're saying that even the nails can be considered... Maybe, I don't know. Can I? I'm pointing it out. I think it's pointing it out. No, 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 I'm pointing it out. Okay, I'm pointing it out. No, 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 I'm pointing it out. Yeah, because the question is, where do you define? I don't know the answer to it. I don't know the answer. The, I don't know the answer specifically. When, where do you draw the line of what's considered its own matthias? Do you say that all the hair? Because in Kuf Nuntes, when he discusses the hair, he doesn't go so extreme. He says that the, all the hair of the head is only considered the rave of the hair. Because he says the the Rambam shit about the hair. Hair is independent, but you can't say that the hair of the head is independent from the hair of the rest of the body. So even if the whole hair of the head is, is, is covered, it's only considered the grave of the hair, which means if part of the hair, of the, you do calculate all the hair of the body is one part. So it's not clear when, where do you draw the line. Why should you just use any that already exists? Because you have to use a logic behind it. Why the Alta Rebbe says Rav Yad? So that's what you're washing. So the rave of the yard doesn't matter. So that's the only reason why. No. Could I? Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Why does it have to be the rave of the yard? Alright. It's a question. What do you define as its own as its own as its own uh, part of the body? Now, the Achiezer, in Chele Gimel, Simon Gimel, did mention in the past, says, <coughs> was asked about this. And his, not only on the manicure, but on the idea of the cutting of the nails also. And he says, the majority of women are not makped on cutting the nails when they grow a little bit. The only people who are makped on cutting the nails are the women before they go to mikveh, and the hakpada is because they took it upon themselves regarding mikveh. Otherwise, they will not be makped. And when it comes to the manicure, they dafka do not want to cut it. The people who do it, dafka don't want to cut it. They want it to stay nice, and they want it to stay long. <coughs> and and uh, and therefore, he says, at least at least uh, you could be that, that these women should be able to go to mikveh. Now, this idea that if you want it to stay, if you dafke want it to stay, it's not choitzitz, is mentioned in passing in a small tzemach tzedek and piskedinim, the only piskedinim on tzemach tzedek ches, a small paragraph, and it's on page 111, where, where he explains why makpedes, to leave it, is better than ena regarding the hair. The kaltnish in the hair. That makpedes to leave it is stronger than ena makpedes. If you're not makped lasiri, it's adif, it's even stronger when it comes to being mako. So here, when it comes to manicure, the makped to leave it, not to remove it. So it could be a stronger sweater. Why is this uh, important to know? Pasha that lachatchile can be matarit. Why? Simple reason. Even if you want to follow it, that it's not a chatzitz, that's not chotzitz. The Ramos says in the beginning of the simon that even something which is not chotzitz, you still should be, you still should not table with even something which is not chotzitz. If it's on you and it's not part of your body, you should not be you should not table with it. That's the first reason. But the avid, yeah, if a woman forgot 
to remove the nail polish. And then, time come to go to mikveh. So it is the idea of the rov of the community has to know what to make a determination. Sometimes the rov will have to be achmer. Sometimes the rov will have to be meiko, knowing on the person that you're dealing with. Sometimes you have to know to be able to use achiezer. And sometimes you have to realize that some people come and if you're not going to put your foot down, it's just going to be certain people. It's going to be the beginning of of a yiridah. So as a rov, you have to be careful not always to find a hetter. Sometimes you want to put la'amidam of das to put them on, on the right path. You have to be machmer. And sometimes if it's not, sometimes you have to send somebody to go to make for the next day. Uh-huh. Makeup? Depends what? Then what? The nail polish? Depends what makeup. Depends what makeup. Each thing is different. Nail polish is mamish mamashas. It's a... It's No, because makeup, they don't want it to stay. They're going to take a shower and they're going to remove it. They don't want it to stay. Nobody goes to sleep with makeup. Or at least, not intentionally. Right, but yeah, but you have to you have to know what to do. Now, if it's if it's uh, if it's color which is absorbed, a lot of times you you uh, when it, uh, when using a marker or something gets absorbed into the skin. So obviously you wash it first with uh, soap or whatever it is to see if it comes off. Once it's no longer a uh, there's no emotions on top of it. That's it. You don't have to tell a person that they have to go and uh, sit stick their finger in bleach for three hours until they get the color out. It's not. Uh, it's no chiyuv to do that. If it's no amoshes, and it's already absorbed into the skin, it's already a stain in the skin rather than on the skin. Then you don't have to be machmer. You can go to mikveh on that. Obviously, if someone comes to you, someone who um, became from, and during the time that they were not from, they had to get tattoos on. Also, they don't have to um, remove the tattoos before going to mikveh. See if you discusses dough and discusses those things. And that we already discussed when we discussed uh, when we discussed Al Tereb last year, with, a few shoot ago, we discussed it. And uh, with that, I am going to uh, stop today's shir. The next shir and Hilchus Nida is going to be next week. Um, shir and Hilchus Eiduvin are going to be tomorrow, next week also. Mr. Shem.